This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's bring in Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And, and Ryan, uh, after the last 24-48 hours, it seems like everybody's looking at this game in the sense of if the Packers can beat the Tennessee Titans and do it in a particular fashion, everybody's going to jump on the bandwagon and say, okay, I'm a believer. But if they get beat by the Titans, there's going to be a lot of screaming of same old, same old. They can't beat winning teams or teams with winning records. Uh, I think there's a lot more. This is a regular season game, and yes, you want to clinch, and the Titans are coming in trying to get their division. But I think there's a lot of, I'll say, hopes riding on this game. Do you get that sense? I don't know, Bill. I mean, I, I go back to, what was it, week six coming out of the bye, and they get stomped by Tampa Bay, and the sky is falling, the sky is falling, and, oh, they're 11-3 and three and have a great shot at the one seed. Uh, the, the second half in Indy um, was certainly difficult to, to stomach, but they responded from that very well. I, teams lose in this league. Look at what the Jets did to the Rams last week. So I, I don't know that, that losing – to the Titans in and of itself would, would would be that much of a travesty because the bottom line for this team is that if they beat the Chicago Bears Week 17, they have home field advantage in the first round by as the one seed. I, I would say, though, th- th- there's got to be great anticipation to see what this run defense does against the best running back in the NFL. And if Derrick Henry goes out and runs for 200 yards, which – I mean, it's feasible. We, 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 you and I, we, we've seen this run defense for two years now. I mean, we can't, in good faith, say there's no way that's not happening. If it does happen, uh, there's it's not going to be handled that well, and, and rightly so, because that's been the Achilles heel. The memories of the NFC Championship game are very fresh. But um, I, I don't know that a loss in and of itself is, is really enough if it's a competitive game. I think it's more 
uh, you lost to a good team. You're now 11 and four. Go beat the Chicago Bears, and you're the one seed. What has it been? And we really, you know, we've talked a little bit about it. You've heard Matt Lafleur asked about it. But what do you think is the prop? What has the problem been for this team specifically in the third quarter offensively? It's a great question. You know, when this team, you go, we go back to last year too. When 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 this team offensively finds a rut, it does not get out of the rut. It, it just sits in the rut and stays there. And and that that can hurt you against good teams. It, it might not hurt you against the Carolina Panthers, but it can hurt you in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I think it starts with third down, uh, and, and that was the issues that plagued them last year, and it's been remarkably better this year. It was 20 points, percentage points higher coming into the Carolina Panthers game than it was a year ago on third down, converting. Um, they started four for four against the Panthers on third down. They finished five for 12. Converting one of your final eight third downs in a game is a great way to do nothing in the second half. So I think it starts there. And, um, you know, get, just staying true to what's working in your identity. They got away from the running game in the second half when um, Aaron Jones had a great game in the first half, right? Just, he had over 100 yards in the first half, and they got away from that. So, so sticking to what works, sticking to who you are, um, that, that's really important as well. You you brought up a very very good point, and that is they got away from who they are. And I, I've said that time and again. The only time the Packers tend to become stagnant or stale is when all of a sudden, and, and I hate to use the terminology, but it looks like the Mike McCarthy offense. It's when it's no motion, pockets not rolling, drop back, look, pat the ball, pat the ball, look. And then I know Aaron Rodgers wants to get it to Devontae Adams. He said it over and over again this week. Got to get it to 17. He's our playmaker. But it seemed like they fell back into, we've got to get it to Devontae Adams because he's our playmaker, rather than just take what they give you. Now, I, I will say this. Carolina, for for the, the quote, they played soft regarding their secondary, they still got to the line of scrimmage. They still got to those quick outs. They weren't giving up anything on the outside. So as much as they say, well, they played soft, they played soft, but they saw you with the checkdowns, and they they came at it full bore because you were not going to get more than three or four yards and anything quickly on the outside. I can understand where for Matt Lafleur, he's got an MVP quarterback, so I can understand how enticing it must be to fall in love with the pass when you've got Aaron Rodgers. It's not like he's falling in love with a Mitch Trubisky, right? It's it's mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers out there. I can understand from Aaron Rodgers' point of view how it's got to be enticing, it's got to be tempting, when you've got maybe the best receiver in the league to want to get him the football. I mean, it's it's obvious, it's, it's common sense. But you, you do have to guard against that from a play caller standpoint, from a quarterback standpoint. You've got to spread it out, you've got to stick with the run, you've got to look what's happening on the field and, and, and stick with that. And um, it's not easy because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. It's not easy, but um, you're right. I mean, when, when they've when, when they've struggled, they've they've gotten away from those things that are working. Um, even if they're the secondary things in this offense, if it's working, you, you stick with that. Now the injuries a little bit concerning. Rashawn Gary's nursing an injury. You've got some of the linebackers nursing an injury. Kevin King's nursing an injury. Tell me about the injuries and if they're significant enough to really slow the defense down more so than what we at times see it to be. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough to tell on on some of those defensive guys what what they're you know the the the, the injury report that comes out uh, tomorrow with with the injury designations will be interesting, but. 
as you know, Jamal Williams, he, he's obviously uh, he, he left the game in, in, in the first half, and, and that was a big reason why they got away from what they were doing. I mean, you look at what they were going to do in that game. It's not exactly rare, but from time to time, they do go with their two back, and they have Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones on the field together. And, and he left the game with a quadricep, and he did not participate yesterday. So that's that's not a good sign, um, you know. And, and then Corey Corey Lindsley is a guy that is is back, and Elton Jenkins seemed to maybe indicate that Corey Lindsley uh, might might play Sunday. He was asked yesterday if he's going to be the Pro Bowl center this week or the Pro Bowl left guard, because frankly he's Pro Bowl at both spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that he's going to be the Pro Bowl left guard, so he, he thinks Corey is back. Um, as far as those defensive guys, you know. Kevin King was limited. Um, Rashawn Gary was was limited. So, uh, you know, th- those guys that are at least on the practice field, we'll just have to see what they how they progress through the week. Was you a little surprised to hear that Kevin King had surgery in the offseason? Yeah, you know, although he's he's had a history of that, um, but you know, he, he's yeah, it, it's um, something where you, you do a, a procedure like that to stay healthy. And then he hasn't stayed healthy, so that's kind of I mean, it's, it's a double whammy, so, so to speak. Uh, I was wanting to also know you were talking a little bit about um, the uh, the defensive side of the football, the pass rush. Now we know that uh, Zadarius Smith is nursing a little bit of an ankle, but since they've gone to Mike Pettin and say, "Let's simplify some things. Let's let us do what we do." Sacks have gone up. I think it's nine or ten sacks in the last three games. They've been getting after the quarterback more. There's been more pressure there. Uh, now you've got a little bit more mobile quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. But to me, you, you, I'm not saying stop. Just slow down, Derrick Henry. Just get, try to put – you're going to win this game on, on first and second down because if you put them in long down and distance situations, you're not going to run Derrick Henry in third and six all the time. You're going to force Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball, and that's kind of where this defense excels, right? The thing about being in third and long is it really it eradicates the threat of the action pass game, which is where this Titans passing offense could be very dangerous because they've, they've got the horses. I mean, they've got Ryan Tannehill. They've got uh, Corey Davis. They, they've got A.J. Brown. They've got Jonu Smith. They, they've, they've got a receiving core there. They've got playmakers on the outside. It, they're not Derrick Henry. But what happens is when you're on schedule and, and the, the, the down and distances are manageable, You've got Derrick Henry as the wheel, and all the spokes are around him. And you you can't go into a game against the Titans thinking anything other than load up against the run. I mean, it's a huge week for Jair Alexander and Kevin King because they're getting no help. I mean, you've got to load the box against this. But once you, once you get into that mindset, you're susceptible to the action pass game. And if if you don't, you know, if your outside corners have a bad week, they, they can light you up through the air as well. So. Um, it's it's not a one-dimensional offense. Matt Lafleur made this point yesterday. It's it's not it's not just Derrick Henry. He is the foundation. They do a tremendous job in Tennessee of of, of sticking with Derrick Henry and being committed to that run game. Um, and they feature him. But but as soon as you're thinking it's just the run, they'll hit you with the pass. Tell me about uh, the linebackers, Chris Barnes, Kamal Martin, and then uh, Christian Kirksey. Kirksey doesn't even see the field till the second half of that contest. Have they just fallen out of favor with him? You know, I, I think it's more just how well Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin have played. I mean, obviously, uh, Chris Barnes um, dealing with, with the eye injury. He was a full participant on, on Wednesday. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, having to, to leave the game with the eye, that, that kind of shuffled things around a little bit. But he's he's been their, their stud in the center of the, the, the defense. He forced the fumble, which was a really heady 
play for anybody, especially a rookie, um, on the goal line against Teddy Bridgewater. Um, he, he, him and Kamal Martin both have earned those reps. I, I think it's more that than, than, than Christian Kirksey. They've got a pair of rookies there that are playing very, very well. And so long as they continue to do that, there's no question that Kamal Martin and Chris Barnes are the future of the inside linebacker position. But as long as they continue to play this well, they're going to be the present as well. I uh, One other question, that's the offensive line. Lucas Patrick looks like he's going to be back from the toe injury. He's been nursing it a little bit. It shouldn't really hinder him, though, correct? Yeah, you know, I, I think they've they, they've got an interesting decision to make. If uh, you know, Lucas Patrick with the toe was a full participant, so he's good. But they've got an interesting decision to make. Uh, it, do they just you know, Coy Lindsley's back. He's the center. Elton Jenkins is the left guard. Those are the and, and David Bakhtiari is the left tackle. Those are the three certainties we know. Billy Turner is going to be on the right side. That's a that's a fourth certainty we know. Do they go with Billy Turner at right tackle and Lucas Patrick at right guard, which is what they've done all season? Or, as well as Rick Wagner's played, as much as Lucas Patrick did struggle last week against Carolina, do they keep Billy Turner at right guard and have Rick Wagner at right tackle? I think it'll be interesting to keep an eye on, on, on the offensive line configuration. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, J.K. Scott, he's got the right quad. He's been limited in practice. Uh, they've obviously had some special teams issues. I mean, if this is something that on that right leg, that kicking leg, that he's unable to – get some hang time, all of a sudden you're looking at some of the things that has plagued them here in recent history where you're talking line drive putts that have outkicked the coverage and suddenly they're having trouble covering punts again. Is this something that you feel that is going to be problematic? Yeah, you know, it's with all the issues they've had on special teams, you don't want you don't want any issue, right? <laughs> right? So, um it's 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 not ideal. I, there's no way it's ideal. So um, how much of a problem it'll be, we'll have to see, but it's certainly not what you want. Always good to talk to you. Have an enjoyable holiday, Christmas, uh, and all that kind of good stuff, and then we'll talk again uh, early next week and kind of break down what's going on on Sunday night, okay? All right. Merry Christmas to you and everyone. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it very much. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. You can go at ByRyanWood on Twitter, at ByRyanWood on Twitter. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.